0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggintheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys roundup for Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're still feeling good after that win. You know, I hope you're kind of shifting gears a little bit and kind of getting ready for Kansas City this week. Um, It's going to be a big game. It's going to be, uh, you know, a Super Bowl-type playoff-type atmosphere in Kansas City. Those fans are going to get it rocking a little bit. Um, You know, the weather is going to be, um, you know, not typical Dallas, not typical Texas weather. So, I don't know if it'll be super cold or anything like that. I believe the last time I checked, it was going to be, you know, mid to, you know, high 40s to low 50s. May have a little wind there. So, you know, it might play a little factor in the game, but... um, you know, at the end of the day, the game is, you know, it's getting Fox best crew with Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Aaron Andrews. It's going to be America's game of the week. So uh, we're happy about the Atlanta game. We're happy how that went down. Uh, but I think it's slowly starting to turn the page to Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. So uh, we got a, a real good football team and a real good opportunity in front of us here. So I'm excited. I'm, um, I'm ready for that game, and I feel good about it. You know, we kind of talked talked about it on uh, our weekly roundup, how, you know, this game, to me, feels like a little bit of house money a little bit. You know, go out there and win the game. It says a lot about this team and how they could, you know, you know, how they could be viewed. And if you lose, it's, it's not a huge, you know, deal breaker. I mean, you want to win every football game you can, but at the end of the day, I think they should be okay no matter what, but it's just a great opportunity. Um, you know, this you know, just like everything else, there's a lot of uh, things to discuss for this Cowboys team. So let's dive right into it a little bit. Jerry Jones met with 105.3, the fan, his you know weekly hit with the with the radio station, the flagship station of the Dallas Cowboys, and he discussed the uh, you know Tyron Smith and his availability against the Chiefs, saying, "We'll see as the week goes along, but Tyron is you know he's the ultimate pro at this stage in his career, and you can get a good feel if he's going to be active that week, and it looks good." Love to hear that. You know, Tyron Smith is you know, undoubtedly one of our best players. He's one of those guys that you're obviously a better football team when he's out there. And, you know, Terrence Steele had a little better week this week. You know, I think he played better as a whole. But if we can get Tyron Smith back, we'll be first time they've had all five since, you know, you know, the whole season, right? I mean, Zach Martin didn't play in the first week and Connor McGovern was in his absence. So this will be the first time to get the starting five offensive linemen all together. I think that would be exciting, and I'm hoping that is uh, how it continues to progress and work. Um, you know, Jerry Jones also kind of touched on Terrence Steele a little bit and said he's having a top year. He added, what a bonus for us to have him. You know, I agree. I think, well, you know, I think Terrence Steele is kind of, built himself and kind of built his reputation or his kind of career in the NFL, that he's going to be a swing tackle who can be relied upon in a uh, pinch. Uh, Is he a starting caliber tackle in this league? Maybe, Uh, you know, maybe for another team, you know, possibly down the road. Um, We'll see what happens moving forward with the Cowboys. I think he could, you know, he could help somebody be a right tackle. I think with the way the Cowboys are built right now, I don't know if he fits into the plans in the future just yet for us, but you know, I think he's definitely carved out a niche for himself, and who knows where he can take that. Jones also touched on Lo Collins and said, he's the enforcer. He got a dark side, and it's a good side. Personally, I love hearing that about my offense alignment. I want guys that are tough, mean. I want finishing blocks. I want people put in the dirt. Um, that's how Lowell Collins plays. That's how Lowell Collins is as a uh, football player. So personally, I love hearing that. That is something that I am all for. Jerry Jones again went on to touch on another player. This time he spoke about Dak Prescott um, and just how he was bulldozing defenders to get to the end zone. He said, I do worry about it. At the end of the year, what this is about is being standing. Warren Buffett said one time that the hardest thing about accumulating wealth is to be there to spend it. You know, that's just one of those Jerryisms. you know, Jerry... He says things, and you got to hear the message. You got to listen to it. Maybe you know, play it back once or twice to kind of get what he's saying. But in this instance, I get what he's saying. Um, you would hate to see in a game well in hand, Dak Prescott getting hurt in that situation. But in the NFL, it's the time's too early to take out your starters. I mean, the halftime was just too early, even though this game was, you know, in hand at that point. You you kind of got to play it through. You got to play it safe, and I think that was just more the explanation point. Um, on this game than anything Dak went in there you know I'm gonna put my shoulder in I'm gonna get this touchdown I'm gonna flex let them know I still have this leg uh you know this leg and running ability that I have so it was good to see him kind of punch it in but I understand what Jerry's talking about and you see right after that that was when uh his day was over and Dak Prescott was done at that point (laughs) Jerry Jones went on to talk about Dan Quinn stating I'm not only proud for him but I'm proud we got him was poetic for him to come in there beaming in that dressing room after the game to have basically put a plan together with the was that was effective as it is against his old team. Dan Quinn, I mean, the player said it, even if Dan Quinn wouldn't say it early on, that game was for Dan Quinn. That game was for them to have a bounce back. I think it was just the perfect recipe for a get back game, a get right game and you know, Dan Quinn put it together, and I love more so than the 43 points that the Cowboys scored. I just love the fact that they, you know, only surrendered three. It was important to them to not give up a touchdown. It was important to Dan Quinn to kind of stick it to his whole team because, you know, at the end of the day, he got fired midseason, and he said to it himself, it's embarrassing. It's something that makes you upset, and, you know, for him to come back and get out here and get some sweet, uh, Sweet Revenge, you got to love that. And, you know, Jerry kind of touched on that. So I agree totally with what he's saying. You know, I thought there was some interesting stats that I wanted to bring up today because uh, shout-out to John Machado on Twitter. Uh, he's a great guy who covers the Cowboys. And he just talked about the Cowboys' defense through, you know, the nine games of this season and the nine games of last season. And last season, they were 2-7 and seven at this point. They were giving up 32 points per game, 381 yards per game. And they only had seven takeaways with the opponents, you know, converting 48% on third down. This year, much different. You know, through the nine games, obviously, we know we're 77-2. They've given up 22 points per game, which is 10 less than they were last year. They've given up 354 yards per game. So that's not a huge, you know, difference from last year. But I think we understand the flow of these games. And a lot of these games are kind of put away at certain points where they've won and one-handedly they got 17 takeaways compared to seven, so they're 10 better than they were last year. And, you know, this is important as well. Opponents were uh, converting 32% on third down so far this year. So by every metric possible, the Cowboys' defense is clearly better than last year. Um, the addition of Dan Quinn, some of these free agents, a mentality, a full offseason. The Cowboys are definitely seeing the fruits of their labor, and the defense is... You know, I've said it at the beginning of the year. You can go back and play it. I said if this defense was anywhere from 17 to like 21 in the league, uh, the Cowboys could be dangerous. Now this is a top 10 unit. In the top 10 unit with the top 5 offense, maybe number 1, maybe 2, this team can go places. This team can do some things. And I think it's an exciting time to be a Cowboys fan and to follow and cover this team. Pivoting a little bit to Vegas. According to BetMGM... The MVP race is a three-man race at the moment with Josh Allen plus 200, Tom Brady plus 400, and our very own Dak Prescott in third place at plus 700. If you're a betting man, Dak, Dak looks like the money bet right now. I mean, Dak is he's balling. Take away the Denver Broncos game. It seems like every top candidate has had a rough game or so this year. Um, so just take that with a grain of salt. The defensive uh, rookie of the year, Micah Parsons, is minus 160 in the best odds by far. The second would be Patrick Sertan at plus 900. Uh, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett is actually a little bit higher at plus 275, but Trayvon Diggs is number two at plus 300. Um, he's going to have to continue to you know, ball out. It's one of those positions where um, if you're not making interceptions, splash plays, it's tough to kind of stand out at that spot. But hey, at the end of the day, We'll take it. Comeback player of the year. Dak is running away with that one right now at minus 450. Joe Burrows at, you know, number two plus 700. So uh, just keep, you know, keep warning. I know these are just, you know, inf- you know information and stuff of that nature. And you take it with a little grain of salt. But it's, you know, the the, the team is getting national attention. And that's kind of the point of it. Um, shout out to Todd Archer, another great Cowboys beat uh, writer. Guy who covers the team. He he brought up a stat in a tweet today, and I just thought it was important to mention it. The Cowboys lead the NFL in points and yards per game in 2021. The last time they led the NFL in both categories late in the season was weeks 10 and 12 in 1995, which he mentioned is the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. So, hey, you know what? <laughs> Everything seems to be going in the way that we want it to, the way we hope it to, so... Let's hope, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but the Cowboys look good. They look ripe to make a run here, and, you know, let's just enjoy it in the moment. Let's stay within the moment here. And as always, you know, we here at Blog on the Boys, we have you covered on everything Dallas Cowboys related. So please, please do not forget to check out all of our podcasts we drop daily. And if you could please wouldn't mind, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a rating, write a review. Just understand, like I say every time, we are nothing without our loyal fans and without our loyal listeners, so it's much appreciated. And that is all for today, Wednesday, November 17th. Again, my name is Tony Catalina, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. Find me, hit that follow button, shoot me a message, and let's talk everything Dallas Cowboys football. I hope everybody has a great hump day and even better rest of the week and i will catch y'all on friday stay safe Enjoy.